stupid. Whoa, hear that lightning? Or not hear that lightning, hear that thunder? Ah, fuck you, thunder. I hope you suck my... Okay, that's a good way to start. What's happening, guys? <laughs> How you guys doing? Everybody good? All right. Let me, sorry if I'm a little... I was a little late. Yes, of course. Hopefully, let's see. Did I get it? Okay, I got everything going here. Okay, cool. Got that. What is happening, guys? Everything working? Everything good? Let's go, motherfuckers. Yeah, again, second night in a row in good old Southern California, thunderstorm. Almost at the same time, okay? Now, last night when, well, you know, obviously we, were, we did the uh, the Justice League watch, which that was a lot of fun, and everybody who participated, we had a good time. Definitely had a good time, um, but it was almost like a sign. Hopefully, like tonight, there's <laughs> no sign for tonight. But uh, anyways, guys, uh, thank you for joining for this. Uh, again, pregame show. Pre-game, another double shot tonight uh, because, of course, we got Uche, uh, we got Uche, uh, he's going to be live, you know, on the uh, normal time for the Vodka stream. But I interviewed, of course, Harry Lennox, um, uh, you know, a few days ago. I think it was on Tuesday, actually, I interviewed him. And uh, so got that ready to go. Holy crap, this one seems a little bit more angry. Man, either that or Thor's getting laid right now. Um... What's going on, guys? Whoop, 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 whoop. There we go. What's up, Jesse? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Rip the shirt. It's the rain coming down. <laughs> oh, you know, I, you know, I'll be playing that drop. Dave, the gods are punishing. I know. They're they're angry that I watched that. What's going on, Gary? Oh, you. Oh, you. What's going on, Marvin? How you guys doing? What is up, Ethan? Eric. How's it going, Bradley? Thank you for the question. Yeah. I'm new to this channel. Well, that's good. I'm glad that new people are finding this channel. It seems to be the case. Uh, I've been noticing, like, yeah, just the views and stuff like that, and just the, uh, yeah, and the engagement. It's pretty good. More money. <laughs> Dave Streep. Yep. Up, up, up. Let me make sure everything's good here. Sorry. Okay, we're good. What the hell? Damn. It is really coming down out there. Hopefully that doesn't interrupt anything. <laughs> you know what sucks today, today, guys? So today, so today, okay, so I had a crazy day. Well, first off, okay, we'll get, you know, I'll play the interview in a bit. Like I said, the, the pregame, you know, just like last week when I did it with Frank Grillo's interview, this is going to be like an hour long and then come back at eight o'clock and I'll be, of course, in the uh, Vodka Stream Lounge and everything. Um, and then we'll be ready to go and we'll have, uh, we'll have some fun with that. But, uh, today was crazy. Today was a little bit crazy because after, I mean, I shit you not after, after watching justice league yesterday, I, I think we got done at about eight 30. It was like a uh, two and a half hours. I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I felt like that. I, I, I mean, that movie like felt like, <laughs> did that movie just drain me? Possibly. Uh, I mean, as fun as it was, and, you know, I took probably about, what, four shots and had two beers, you know, so I wasn't like, <laughs> I mean, I was a little, I was feeling pretty good, but when I was done, I was just kind of chilling and just, you know, put on some music and stuff, and then all of a sudden, I was just like, man, I'm beat, I feel drained, what's going on, Jason, Fear Jason, um, I was like feeling drained, so I went to bed at like nine o'clock last night, that is not like me at all, I'm a night owl, I'm a total night owl. Jeez, Ryan. <laughs> oh, my God, Ryan. Again, 
Thank you, sir. Jeez, man. Ah, you're just, you're just, yeah, you're too kind, sir. You're very, you're just too kind, Brian. Man, I don't, I, you, you leave me speechless. But cheers, brother. Cheers. Um, you know, he got, yeah, we always joke that Ryan got the stimulus. Yeah, pregame, man. Hopefully, you're drinking something tasty because we're going to have some fun tonight. But anyway, so I wake up, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Okay. I wake up at three. Thank you, Sharp Bite. Uh, hey, will you be on the stream with Jeremy for AFSP? With Jeremy, um, with it for the are you talking about the uh, you're talking about with uh, with the Uche stream, right? Um, uh, well, I believe so. <laughs> uh, I know I got a sugar daddy, <laughs> fucking rosemary. I got a sugar daddy, anyways. So, um, I'm I, yeah, I pretty much, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be on the uh, you talking about the AFP uh, SP stream on uh, on Monday, right? God, by the way. Um, I guess like, okay, so, okay, today was just crazy, guys. Let me just, let me get to this here because my phone still is going off. Um, um, so I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, okay, and I lay in bed for about an hour, hour and 15, and I'm just, I, I can't go back to sleep, you know? I, I was still kind of feeling tired, but I was like restless, you know, when you get that. up, oh, just saw lightning. Um, man. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Holy crap. But anyway, so I decided to get up and I'm like, all right, so I got to, uh, I got a phone call last night that Edison, you know, power company was going to be shutting off the power. So I'm like, all right, um, I have to edit. I have to edit the, uh, the Harry Lennox interview. Did you see, uh, the new DC slate. I don't like, it. <laughs> I haven't really checked too much yet today guys it's been one of those kind of days and that's why i'm that's where i'm getting at and i will before we get to the vodka stream to, to the live the full-on vodka stream so anyways i get a call from edison saying that they're going to be shutting the power off so i have to edit the uh the harry Linux interview because i i apologize in advance guys what is going on mike g thank you sir how are you doing so uh the harry Linux interview sadly where he was and i think he was using his phone uh his video froze a few times Okay. And minutes at a time, which, you know, sadly that was the case. So when it came to editing, you know, I, I was like, all right, I got to edit it. And basically what's going to happen is anytime his video freezes, I kind of just go to uh, just a graphic, you know, just a graphic that's similar to the, uh, to the thumbnail. And then I was trying to do something cool and animated with the graphic, but I couldn't get it to work properly. I mean, I was working on this thing and I was trying to get it to work and it didn't exactly work. And then what happens at around, uh, 10 30 power goes out uh your power ends up going out uh after i was like handling other things too jeez um so um so that sucks so so yeah so like about six different times i think um like his video freezes and i didn't want to just have his video because sometimes you know when somebody freezes on a video you know it'll be like this like you know you know what i don't want i didn't want to have it where like he's making like a goofy face for about two minutes you know and it's just uh, so sadly, like he had kind of a weak connection a little bit. So, oh wow, we, <laughs> well, look at you, Jose. You just you just timed out Walter Hamada. Wow, look at you go. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So then the power was out for like four hours. So uh, I didn't have, I didn't have, um, you know, of course I couldn't do anything really. Uh, so um, 
I went out. I just like walked around like Target and stuff like that. Got some food, came back, took a nap, and then finally the power came back on. And then I'm rushing to try to like see if I could still get this little cool thing that I was going to add to it just to make it a little bit better for the interview, you know, to put some animation or something on it. Still couldn't get it to work. So sadly, it's just a still shot, you know, like it's like the thumb, it's almost like the thumbnail, but a little bit different. So yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for the fact that that happens, but you still hear his voice. You still hear that strong Harry Lennox voice. And the, the, the interview is about 43 minutes. So we'll get it fired up in a little bit here. Uh, we got another uh, super chat right here from uh, Mr. Joseph. Yes. Oh, almost there. God, we're so close, guys. It's crazy to think about. Crazy to think about. Uh, we're down. It's just, it's crazy. It's just really crazy to think about and, uh, that we're so close to actually seeing this thing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, Steven, I don't know if you saw the retweet, like Steven posted like our very first DM interaction. I don't know if you guys saw that. I retweeted it and said, wow, that was our first DM where seriously, my first DM to Steven was, did that feel like a Snyder film to you? Was that, yeah, or something like that. Was that a Snyder film to you or something like that? And then he goes, nope, in big, huge capital letters. I mean, that's where it all started with me and Steven right there. Been a crazy ride. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys uh, did yesterday is what me and my friends are going to do on the 18th starting. Nice. Do it, Ryan. It was a lot of fun. Last night was a lot of fun. As grueling as watching that movie is, I still had so much fun with it, man. So much fun. So, you know, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I know some people are like, no, dude, what are you doing, man? It's like, hey, we ripped it apart. That's what we got to do. Ah, dude, oh, you get to see it tomorrow, Legend? Look at you. Hey, yeah, it seems like it seems like a, some people out there are getting to see it this weekend, getting to see it tomorrow. It's pretty interesting, pretty interesting. But before we get started, guys, oh, yeah, and also today, um, I guess I guess um, Vero was doing something where uh, within the, uh, the Snyder cut, the Snyder fandom, they were just like, they posted something. I guess there's something going on with Vero because my phone has not shut up with all these new follows and people wanting to connect on Vero. Like, it's just been going off nonstop. So, hi, Vero people. Thank you for following me. And anybody who wants to connect, you know, I'll try to get to all that, all the notifications and everything. So, Vero has just been like absolutely nuts today. So, it's pretty cool. It's damn cool. So, uh, let's see. Also, I can say I like how people are quiet when they find out certain. <laughs> I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Well, we'll talk about that because hey, I even thought that Batman shot was a Whedon shot. I'm I'm guilty too, but I'll 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 true crow because it looks a lot better how it is right there. Because with the Whedon shot, it was like more up close, and he looked fucking blue. Okay, looked as blue as him. Okay, so now he looks fine it looks better so i'm like i'm like all right cool whatever so bradley i appreciate it man appreciate it and like i said appreciate your video questions too so uh and then also guys before we get started with the uh the interview right here before i start before i push play remember guys i was doing um i was doing the film junkie contest for uh uh for a free month a gift card for a free month of uh hbo max if you guys remember the uh, enter like that, remember that, and you guys, uh, some of you guys went to Twitter and used the hashtag and everything. So we're now finally stopping with that, and we finally got our winner because I asked you guys to um, to guess how many Funko Pops I currently own. So I wanted you guys to do that, and 
we have a winner. He was two Funko Pops off. Okay, so the, uh, the tally was 46. That is how many Funko Pops I currently own right now is 46. And Mr. Matt Benoit, he said 44. So there you go, Matt. Matthew, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll make sure I'll retweet yourself like that. I don't know if you're watching right now, but Matthew, you will be receiving a gift card for one free month of HBO Max. So there you go. Yes, I have currently have 46 Funko Pops right now, guys. Like I said, not nearly as much as Wonder Meg. <laughs> That's why I was like, yeah, don't, don't shoot too high. A lot of people shot really low. You're like, oh yeah, you got like 12, you got like 19, you got 20. I'm like, nope, I got 46. 46. Definitely. Uh, so that's what I have right now. And I got more coming too. So that number is definitely increasing. So I know. See, Wonder Meg. She's she already busted. Look, she's already telling me I'm an amateur. Yeah. She's got a whole Funko Pop shop. Yeah, but the thing is, I take my toys out. If you notice, I, I got my I got my Deathstroke um uh McFarlane figure today. Look at that. Finally, this thing was in my cart, my Amazon cart for like three months. <laughs> and I finally ordered it. I was like, oh yeah. I'm going to get some Deathstroke going on right there. So I got my new Deathstroke uh, uh, McFarland figurine today. So that's cool. So, but yeah, congrats, Mr. Matthew uh, Benoit. I think his name. Yeah, Benoit. He guessed 44 and I have 46. So yeah, pump those numbers, man. I know I got to, uh, uh, you know, like I said, she's she's easing me into it. You know, she's easing me in. Like I said, we have an exchange program where all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, I bought two. I'm like, cool. <laughs> And then if I go somewhere like my comic book shop or, you know, wherever, and I'm like, you have this one and I'll send her that. So, so thank you guys for participating in that, you know, in that contest for everybody who did and congratulations, Matt. Okay. So, yep. Henry Allen. Yeah. I, I saw that. I haven't read that article yet either because that came out recently and I was still trying to work on shit. So I plan on reading that. Uh, I plan on reading that when, uh, when, uh, in between shows, cause while well, I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the panel tonight about, uh, about that article that just came out. And I, I read some of the stuff, some of the stuff that talks about Joss Whedon. I don't know about that guy. Oh man, it's pouring rain right now. It's crazy. What the hell? I thought I live in California. This weather doesn't happen. Um, Hey Dave, did you see Gracie, the cosplay? Yes telling uh, Gail uh, Simone that Zach put a special thanks at the end. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she did you notice how she flipped? She was like, oh, my God, uh, I like Zack Snyder now. <laughs> yeah. You know what she also said, too, was that Christopher Nolan was there. Yeah, Christopher Nolan was at a screening. I guess the screening that she went to. So Christopher Nolan also there. So that's cool. We know that Christopher Nolan has just always been on Zack Snyder's side, which is, I just love that. Just love the fact that he's always been a true friend to, uh, to Zack Snyder and everything. So, but yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, someone also got a thanks. Yeah, I know. Yes, of course. Guy with the ball cap. He's going to get it. it. It's just, it's business people. Sadly, everybody who is involved is going to get that because he has to, but you know how he really feels. He doesn't, you know, come on. He doesn't really feel too highly for that guy. It's okay. So, I mean, yeah, that's who she is. She, uh, Birds of Praise comics. Yeah. Conspiracy. I know. So much conspiracy. I mean, speaking of conspiracy, uh, you know, when it comes to the, uh, the leak, you know, with HBO Max and Tom and Jerry, take it from me. Remember how I was like, yeah, you can look at both sides of the ar argument and it's like, okay, 
Was that foul play? Did Warner Brothers try to leak it out or was it just a fuck up? Well, according to, you know, my information, it was just a fuck up. Okay. It was just a fuck up. That's all it was. Somebody fucked up. And, you know, it, it seems, you know, if we actually think about it, it's like, yeah, it's a fuck up. And if anybody's going to question, you know, who said that, think about it. Think about who kind of, who could have said that. What information I could have got that from? And anyways, guys, if you think about it, if you actually think about it, sabotage. <laughs> but if you actually look at it, though, guys, there is a positivity behind it because it did cause it did cause the Snyder Cut to trend again, and it blew up the internet when it happened. So it was almost like, you know, you kind of can look at it as a glass is half full. I think I even mentioned that too before. I mean, I'm just saying. So, bye, Meg. I think she's working right now. Oh, yeah, she's got, yeah, she's working right now. But I'm just saying, guys, uh, it was according to, uh, you know, you know, people in the know, it, it was, a, it was a fuck up. It was a fuck up. And I, and it, I'm just, just take a guess where I got that information from. All right. Let's see. Joey, Nolan should have been uh, more involved in BBS and JL. Yeah. But it, I mean, Nolan's doing his own thing, though. <laughs> you know, he's making his own movies. That's the thing. He's making his own movies. Yes, it would have been nice because then there wouldn't have been too much uh, Warner Brothers studio interference because he he kept them he kept them away from Man of Steel. He just kept them away. But you know, um, yeah. So yeah. So you know, I mean, as much as we all want to be like you know, put on the tinfoil hats and just like point the finger at at, at Warner Brothers, I'm like, nah, it's not the information I'm getting. I'm just saying, you know, but, but like I said, the people involved, like, you know, the people involved, they're looking at it as, wow, that's actually a positive, you know, that's actually kind of a positive because it trended. It caused it to get more hype, you know, cause it to get more hype. So that's the way they're looking at it. So don't, don't think that, you know, Snyder and all them are going like, you know, that were pissed. They were probably like, oh, what the fuck? But they just, you know, they, they looked at it as, a positive because of what happened on the internet. The internet literally blew up because of what happened. Yes, it sucks that some, you know, we got spoiled. Some of us have gotten spoiled. I get that, but we got to look at the, you know, how it trended and look at it like that. Look at it that it, it did, in fact, increase the hype levels. So it's just, it's just taking a negative and uh, turning into a positive. Now, how involved was uh, Nolan on Man of Steel? I think uh, you missed my. Oh, um, oh, did I? I, I'm sorry about that, man. Oh, yeah. I uh, totally missed you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sitting here yammering. That's why. Um, he was involved. He was a full-on producer. Like, he was there. He was keeping Warner Brothers at bay, man. He was keeping Warner Brothers at bay. Then when it comes to BVS and, and Justice League, he was just an executive producer. Wasn't really hands-on. But, I mean, we've actually seen pictures of Nolan on set of Man of Steel. And remember, there's that awesome fucking image of – of him and uh, Hans Zimmer and and, and uh, Snyder, so he was full on like he was like hands on on the set doing a lot of stuff. Came up with the story with David Goyer, I believe, too, uh, for Man of Steel. But when it came to BVS and JL, he didn't have he wasn't really a part of any of any of that. So yeah, so it's all just crazy. Um, but yeah, so just saying all that stuff. Anyways, guys, all right, ready to uh, hear some Harry Lennox? You better be because guys got. It's just got that 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 voice, man. That voice, and like I said again, guys, it it is gonna cut away and just have a still shot, but you'll still hear the audio perfectly. 
because like I said, I didn't want to, I didn't want to have just like him freeze framed in like a weird position. So it'll eventually just fade into that. And then of course we got, you know, like a couple of fan questions that were uh, submitted that he absolutely loved. I mean, I tell you what, I was pretty nervous about this interview guys, because there's an intimidation factor with Harry Lennox, the characters that he plays pretty intimidating. Okay. But totally just a sweetheart, totally a sweetheart, man. He was just totally cool. Uh, you know, we had some good laughs and everything like that. Uh, I mean, sadly we were, it was just, it was like nine o'clock in the morning. So nobody, we weren't drinking. We weren't drinking. <laughs> nobody had a drink or anything like that. So, uh, none of that. I was drinking water. So that's all that. So, all right, guys, let's, uh, let's get to it. Uh, let me go ahead and, uh, tweet it out that I'm about to start the Harry tonight. All right. So here we go. Yeah. Harry Lennox. Oh, oh, what are you doing now? My freaking laptop just seized. Okay, there we go. On, on the stream. All right, here we go. All right, so there you go. Tweeting that out. Tweeting it out. Yeah, water. I know. It was 9 o'clock in the morning, Viper. It was 9 o'clock in the morning. What can I say? All right, guys, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and play it right now. Guys, I'm here with a true Renaissance man. TV, movies, theater, music. Harry Lennox, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. You left off radio there. I've got radio. The face for radio. There you go. See, okay, see, man, thought I had it all. I thought I'd had it all, Harry. I apologize for that, but uh, thank you, uh, thank you for joining me this morning. How you doing, sir? Great, Dave. Great. Thanks to be. Uh, great to be with you. I'm here, and I'm actually in Chicago visiting okay. my sister for her birthday. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, how's the weather over there right now? Uh, beautiful. It's like, you know, we might have a chance at a record. I think the record goes back to 1973 of 72 degrees or 73 degrees, but it's about, uh, it'll be at least in the 60s, the upper 60s today. So beautiful Chicago day. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. over here in California. It's actually similar weather, a little cloudy, but, uh, not too, uh, not too cold, not too hot. Um, Harry, usually what, uh, when, uh, when, uh, you know, this is called the vodka stream. And obviously it's early in the morning. We're not having a drink right now. I got water, you know, uh, but you know, stuff, you know, we like to have drinks on here. Uh, do you have like a drink of choice? Like say you're, you know, at the end of the day, do you have like a drink of choice that you pour or anything? Well, you know, I, I have to say that generally speaking, I, I recent years, I, I used to be a whiskey man. Okay. Now I'm a, a gin guy. I like nice. the vodka. I'm sorry, gin martini. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, and if not, I'm not doing that, then I'll do a little tequila. Tequila, there you go. Ooh, yeah. Harry Lennox, tequila man. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm a bourbon guy, a vodka guy, of course. That's uh, kind of mm -hmm. where the uh, the name of the stream came from. Man, there's that leaf blower. Sorry if you guys hear the leaf blower, guys. Of course, uh, they're doing yard work outside. But um, yeah, I like to just. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what this how this stream started was. Um, you know, it was just talking to the people and just sipping some vodka and just having a good time. And it kind of grew into like having guests and everything like that. It's been a lot of fun, been a lot of fun. So how you been, uh, how you been doing with the, uh, the pandemic and everything and doing, uh, and doing, I guess you could say press junkets and interviews in this form. Well, you know, it, it, it turns out that it's not so different than, you know, what, what used to be. I yeah. just got to doing a, a radio thing, but I went into a, a studio for that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's been okay. We've been shooting the move, uh, the the television show, The Blacklist, uh, yeah. 
I'm also a day player from time to time on a show called Billions, which is also shot in New York. They're going to get started back this month if they haven't already. Mm. So, you know, we're finding our way out of this thing. And, I, and I'm very proud of this country for, you know, for sticking in there, hanging in. And now it looks like, you know, certainly there's light at the end of the tunnel. And, and so we've been doing pretty well. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's been, uh, you know, it's been, we've had, we've had some ups and downs with uh, the stuff, but yeah, I think mm -hmm. with the uh, vaccination finally rolling out, it's definitely some light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, I'm sure when you're going on sets and stuff, everything is very, very, very strict right now. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yep. Masks, masks, stay away from each other. Yeah. Stuff like that. All of that. Yeah. yeah all of that. Um, so you're in Chicago. I know you grew up in Chicago, right? Born and raised, right? Born here, and raised. Uh, in the city, yeah. That's right. Okay. And uh, when did young Harry Lennox get the uh, the actor bug? When, when, did, when did it bite you? Well, you know, I, I tell the story that uh, that when I saw my brother Larry, uh, my, my late brother, mm -hmm. uh, he was in eighth grade. And that means I was in second grade. And we were at a little Catholic school called St. Bride on uh -huh. the south side, southeast side, right off the lake. And he did a skit. And in that skit, he played like a gangster on a street corner and somebody hit him in the head with like a rolled up piece of paper. It looked like, I thought it was a billy club or something. Uh -huh. uh, and I was so convinced that he was hurt. So my relief was, was rather palpable when he walked out, you know, five minutes later into, into the general population. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought to myself, that's the damnedest thing. I can do that. Yeah. And so I think that was the first time I, I was intrigued by the idea. And then in high school, I became uh -oh, an actor. And so there were people who came up to see me or the show I was in, which was Oliver, the uh, musical version of the Oliver Twist uh, story, the great Dickens novel. And so uh, a great music. And so certain people thought that I had the potential at that time to be a pro. They thought I was a ringer. In fact, they thought that I was a pro with high school kids. And so at that point, I, I figured that, you know, maybe I had some real potential for it and that I would dedicate, you know, my actual course of study uh, toward that end. So okay. it seems like uh, the picture might have frozen up a little bit, but I can still hear you. So that's, that's oh. good. Yeah. yeah, that's the only downside about the uh, the whole Internet thing is sometimes there's like yeah. little glitches right there, but we could still hear you uh, loud and clear. OK, um, so uh, when I when I first came familiar with you was uh as a uh, commander Locke in the matrix movies which um you did a fantastic job we'll talk about that in a little bit but uh my buddy um my buddy scott who uh comes on the vodka stream as a panelist usually we have like a discussion on friday nights and everything very well spoken dude knows a lot of literature and everything actually he wanted to ask you a question about a movie that he really loves that he first saw you in so i'm going to bring it up right now okay Hello, Mr. Lennox. This is Scott from the DC Film Squadcast. I want to thank you for your time today. I wanted to ask about actually any experiences or memories you may have from the first project that I can remember seeing you in, which was in Titus. I was curious if you could speak on the experience of performing Shakespeare, uh, working with a director with such a unique artistic voice like Julie Taymor, or even performing with veteran actors such as Anthony Hopkins and Jessica Lange. And just, I would love to hear what you have to say. And, you know, cheers. Uh, 
<laughs> he had a, he had to sneak that in at the end. I love Scott. <laughs> uh, that was very well done, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> very well done. You're actually talking about two of my favorite. You managed to fit in two of my very favorite uh, subjects. Yes, he did. Uh, so yeah, you know, we. By the way, we just did Julie Taymor, the great director mm -hmm. to whom uh, you refer, is. Uh, asked me to join her in a broadcast of the Shakespeare Hour Live, nice. which is done by Shakespeare Theater Company. So you can find that on YouTube, and we talk for an hour or so about uh, about the experience on Titus. But you know that was probably, I would say, the most fulfilling experience I've ever had on film. A, I'm working in Rome on Shakespeare. B, it's with Anthony Hopkins and. And uh, of course, the great Jessica Lang and my friend, my, my best friend, Angus McFadgen, and a bunch of other great actors uh, whose names uh, could go on for a long time. But that said, uh, I, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, I was a holdover from Julie's stage production of that. So we did that play, Titus Andronicus, at St. Clement's Theater back in 1994. And uh, in the spring, I remember it. And very interesting story. I was actually up at that time for the television show ER, which became one of the most successful shows in television history. And I had a choice really of doing the play that night or flying to Los Angeles for the final um, producer network session to get cast in the role that Eric LaSalle wound up playing mm -hmm. uh, for, for many, many years. Uh, but there was no understudy. I didn't have an understudy. Mm. And Julie called. She was like, hey, man, you cannot do this. They're like, we would have to cancel the show. There's no way oh, that, you know, that you can do both. And so much to the chagrin of my agent and my brother, Mike, <laughs> and some other people close to me, they're like, man, you're out of your mind. You can make more in one episode of that show than you'll make in an entire year of doing this play. Yeah. Way more, way yeah. more. I think at that time I was making 200 bucks a week in a, in a non-equity contract or equity contract off Broadway. But that said, uh, I don't regret the decision because if I had taken the, the television thing, had I, had I gotten it, uh, then I would not have been able to do that movie. And, and as I say, I, that's really the most satisfying, completely uh, satisfying experience of, of my career thus far is doing Shakespeare in Rome with uh, Academy Award-winning actors, with a genius directing it, and so that was that was awesome. That's how that was. And, uh, and you also you also worked with her in Across the Universe, right? I did work with her in Across the Universe. I did one little scene where I played Sergeant Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, we had a deal. I I, I, I asked Julie. I said uh, I want to be in every movie that you yeah. do, and I wasn't in the Glorious. That's the one, uh -huh. but I was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like uh, yeah, going back to the ER story, I mean, that's got to be one of the difficult uh, uh, aspects of like, you know, being an actor is like, you know, you just never know what's going to blow up, what's not. And you have like prior commitments and, you know, you had a prior commitment. And like I said, I mean, ER, look where it went. But now you look looking back on it, you're going, well, I'm actually glad that I did this because this was more this is more my speed, I guess you could say. And uh yeah. And then but one of the things I wanted to ask you, too, because, you know, I mean, you're one of those actors like when I see you in a movie, I go, oh, yeah, there's Harry Lennox. You know, yeah. I love Harry Lennox. And um, 
you know, sometimes when I when people always talk about, you know, being an actor and having the your 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 face displayed on the big posters and everything like that, it's like, yeah, that's cool. But sometimes all of a sudden you, like that could just go away. Do you like the fact that you kind of like have like that character actor, you know, career where you're just, you know, you're you, you could, like I said, you could do theater, you could do voice acting, you do some voice acting. I mean, like I said, Renaissance man. Hmm. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a great question. And it's something that, you know, when actors tell me young people come to me and they say, I want to be an actor. And I say, well, you know, let's be honest about that. Do you want to be a movie star yeah. or a TV star or do you want to be an actor? Of course, this is a very famous question, Dave, that, that, that uh, Lawrence Olivier once asked Richard Burton. He said, mm. do you want to be a household name or a great actor? Yeah. And Burton famously said both. <laughs> but that said, if you cannot be both, I think that, uh, and, and that's very rare that you can actually be both. But I always just wanted to dedicate my life to being an actor. That is, yeah. you know, giving over one's own personality, one's own ego to some extent, uh, to the character that, that one is playing. That's the whole point. It's a magic trick. It's it's an illusion that uh, you know that becomes really the craft in itself. I, yeah. It's uh, there's a great movie called The uh, Color of Money. Yes, and it's, it's love the that sequel. movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the, hustler. the hustler. Yeah, and there's a there's a line I think that Paul Newman says, which is something like you know he says to the effect there's a difference between excellent pool and pool excellence. Yeah, great line. And I think there's a difference between excellent acting or excellent, you know, stardom or whatever and, and acting excellence. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can master one role and be a great star, a la John Wayne or Cary Grant or somebody, somebody that, that really masters a form. And that's difficult mm -hmm. to totally own that kind of persona uh, or to be able to play very many types of personae within the course of a career. And I, I think, if I had to make the, the choice, I think I have made the choice of playing multiple personae and being able to, to uh, fully, to, to my limits, be able to, to be the actor that I thought I wanted to be 30 years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think like, I mean, if I ever, I mean, I never, I think I always, I just love, I've always loved movies and I thought, could I ever be an actor? And like, what kind of actor would I be? You know, like you said, would it be the, the movie star or the actor, you know? I think I, I, I mean, I love the fact, like, even like looking back uh, on your filmography, I mean, all the way back to, I mean, you, you were in Mo Money with, you know, Damon Wayans, you know, I mean, yeah. that's taking it way back. I mean, uh, I remember, I, I haven't seen that movie in years, probably mm. probably a decade or so, but uh, I mean, just to go from like stuff like that to, like I said, to, to Titus, like, uh, I haven't, haven't seen Titus yet, it is definitely now on my list. I'm sorry, Scott, I know he's gonna, he's gonna bust my balls for not seeing that. I'm gonna have to, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to put that on my list. But then, uh, like I said, when I got familiar with you at first was with uh, The Matrix. Now, tell me about uh, getting that gig. Again, this is one of those things, you know, where I saw The Matrix and yeah. um, the first one, and I was blown away. I didn't expect to be, you know. Uh, my buddy Fishburne was in it, and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, Keanu, obviously the people were in it, Keanu and the rest of them. Uh, uh, Joey Pants, of course, you know, these are people that, you know, since I've, I've become friendly with. And, yeah. and so I was like, man, I'd love to be in that one day. And it was just like with, with Man of Steel. When I heard that they were rebooting it, I was like, man, I would love to be in that. 
Yeah. And then with the whole, you know, uh, my man uh, Scott with the with the Oreo cookie, <laughs> I was like, I would love to be, you know, in this re- in, in the I was supposed to be in the Justice League. Yeah. The things changed, of course. But that said, uh, every once in a while, if you hang in long enough, every you know, you'll get these things that you didn't expect. Yeah. So I didn't expect that I was going to get the Matrix. I was doing. At that time, I believe I was doing August Wilson's play, uh, King Hedley II, which was one of his last plays uh, that, that he wrote. He was didn't have many more li- uh, years to live at that point. Mm. But I was doing that, and the audition for The Matrix 2 and 3 came up. I went down like everybody else in the world and, uh, <laughs> and, and auditioned. I was there with Roy Jones Jr. at oh, uh, the same time. I forgot, not forgot the that same he was time. in that. Yeah. yeah, he played Commander Ballard. That's right, and uh, it, it, it did a nice job, of course. Oh yeah, and so um, you know, very secretive, someplace in Santa Monica. Uh, I had no intention that I was going to get it, and uh, next thing I knew, I was on my way to Australia. So, if you audition for enough stuff over time, and this is the thing, people have people many years hang in, and one day it may happen. And I, but I know this, that if you want to be an actor, and this is just a fact, and again, be honest with yourself. You may not wind up in, you know, the biggest movie franchise or something of all time, Yeah. but you can, you can pursue this career and be great at it in community theaters and local towns. Uh, there are actors in LA, uh, in California, who up and down the 101 freeway, there are theaters, at least before the pandemic, there are theaters from San Diego all the way up north, St. Louis, Obispo, San Francisco. And you could make a living doing regional theater uh, for a life mm-hmm. and do great plays, great work, all of that kind of stuff. So there is a way to do it. And uh, I think if you are honest and you really want to be this, uh, live this life, it's, it's a vagabond life. You know, it's an itinerant <laughs> life, but it can be done. Yeah. Yeah, you got to just, like you said, be honest with yourself. Spitting some facts here, Harry Lennox. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, you were great as uh, Commander Locke in uh, the Matrix movies. I, um, I know there's like another Matrix movie coming out. I don't know. I don't know if like, if, I don't know. If, I, I'm sure like you probably have nothing to do with like the newer Matrix movie that it's like, uh, like being filmed right now. But have you heard anything about the new Matrix movie? I know that they were filming it and yeah. or are filming it. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, I haven't been. Um, you know, contacted about it, but you know, I'm I'm wishing them well. I'm a big fan of of the Wachowskis. And yeah, had a great time working on it. And, uh, very heady stuff, but you know, I've I've had uh, you know, I, I'm I'm also about letting other people get a chance to play, and you know, we explored that story. But if yeah. it comes around, it'd be awesome. You know, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah I think I mean with, with your character. I mean, your character took place in the real world as opposed. Yeah. to like the matrix world. So I don't know. I'm like, I'm very intrigued on what the Wachowskis are. I think it's just one Wachowski actually that, uh, that um, what they're going to, how they're going to take that, that story, you know, since they wrapped it up in that trilogy, which, which I love the trilogy. It's one of my all time favorite trilogies mm-hmm. They wrapped it up. And now we're like, you know, almost 20 years later. And I'm kind of curious, like now, now in like the world now, the way it is now with like, you know, technology and everything is like, how are they going to reopen that story? And, and I've heard some things that it's going to be very meta and very just, it's going to be something insane and hopefully it's something pretty special. Like the, uh, the first, uh, first ones were, can't wait to see yeah. them. Yeah. And then, uh, all right. So I got another uh, fan question for you from, uh, 
from Tony all the way down from Australia. And this is where we're going to start leading into some of the uh, superhero stuff. And, you know, somebody whose name might be uh, on my hat here. So let's, let's check this out. <laughs> Mr. Lennox, how you doing, mate? My name's Tony from Sydney, Australia. Um, I just wanted to say that every time I watch the BBS announcement at Comic-Con of you coming out and reading the line from The Dark Knight Returns, fuck, what a throwback. I still get chills to this day. Um, I just wanted to ask, how did you get cast for Man of Steel as General Swanwick? Um, how did you link up with Zach? Did you have to read for it? Um, is it something that he always just had you in mind specifically for? And question number two is now that we know you're Martian Manhunter, um, how involved were you in the final design for the look of it? Uh, is it something that's practical? Is it something that's mocap? Uh, were you involved in the action scenes? Um, is it something that we can expect or you would like to do? um yeah cheers <laughs> all right i guess we'll start uh we'll start well first off when going to that announcement man that announcement at comic-con for bvs how, that was so perfect that was executed so perfectly i actually was that was one of the things i wanted to ask you was um when when that happened when zach approached you to do that i mean did you just instantly go yes let's do this well First of all, Dan, can you put your hat? I can't I'm, I put my glasses on to see what's on your hat. It says Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. Well, there it is. Yeah. I'm a huge Zack Snyder fan. I think that, uh, you know, and I've talked about this a little bit, but uh, yeah, let me uh, let me unpack that a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so Zach, of course, you know, he from time to time, he'll just call me up or text me and there will be some huge thing. <laughs> that to him is just like you know part of the process yeah. so he says uh he says listen man uh i want you to you know i want you to read from you know the dark knight you know uh this little thing and that's going to be like the basis of my announcement but i want your voice i think he's he likes my voice or something yeah, i think your voice is pretty good <laughs> thank you yeah it's not, not my fault by the way <laughs> uh, not entirely but that said um so I said, yeah, sure, man. You know, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Frank Miller, the, the, the whole thing. I didn't know a whole lot about it. And he said, so we're just going to do this a uh, little bit. And uh, we're going to bring the lights down. So he walked me through it all over the phone. And then he flew me, or they flew me, to San Diego. And we were, it must have been Hall H or something, I think. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> under the cover of darkness at midnight, he wanted to rehearse it. So I went through um the people sleeping in sleeping bags and you know nobody really sort of knew me at that point so i'm, I'm we're walking through and uh i rehearse it you know it's really not a very big deal you know i'm, I'm reading things all the time and and so i wanted to make sure i didn't mess it up so i, I memorized the line but you know i had the whole sort of dramatic effect thing and he really just wanted my voice of course i was over the moon to do it i had never been in front of that many people live reading anything you know and i'd been on broadway and that that's a thousand people 1100 people this is like a hall of five thousand people Nuts. yeah so for you know just that <laughs> those 20 or 30 seconds or whatever it was to have the attention uh it felt something like being a rock star everybody in, in, in the hall everybody all over the world to some extent is looking at me and and they start to recognize what this line is that's coming mm -hmm. so you hear so i heard this buzz it was almost like a an electric charge it's like oh, it's coming it's coming and then it's like 
the one man who beat you. Boom, and the lights go down. And I, I couldn't see a damn thing. And I was like, and so somebody comes out, <laughs> you know how it is yeah. in the ghost light of, of, this, of the stage, if you're an actor or, or a performer, uh, when the lights go out immediately, your 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 eye, your iris is having adjusted and all of mm-hmm. this. And so they sort of usher me out for a moment. I'm blind. And then I come out into into uh into the backstage. And it was really cool. And I think on stage, uh, about to come on stage or about to get off stage was was Tom Cruise and Bill Paxson and Emily uh Blunt, uh, because they were doing Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. And they were announced anyway. So I got to meet Tom Cruise. Right. Uh, I was uh, then put on a, a plane and flown back to L.A. Uh, as if the whole thing never happened. But, <laughs> you know, but I come back and everybody knew that, you know, Batman versus Superman was coming. It was. And so what an honor to yeah. to announce that and to have been selected by, by Zach to do it. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it was awesome. I mean, even like now, like you rewatch it. I mean, you can go on YouTube and just find that video. I mean, it still gives you, it still gives all us little nerd boys and girls chills when that happened. It was perfectly just uh, reading that specific line because, like you said, when you started doing it, it's like, oh wait a minute, I know it. This is this is Batman's line to Superman, and right. it starts clicking. And then when you saw the logo, I mean, oh my god, I'm I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. Um, so when it when it, when it came to Man of Steel. Now you said uh, earlier that uh, when you heard that they're rebooting it, you wanted to be a part of it, and uh, so uh, run us through that process. Yeah. Uh, so this is just one of those stories again where I was at a low point. You know, I'm gonna just be honest with you. I uh, was on this TV show that had just been canceled, more or less, and it happened to be uh, Dollhouse, Joss Whedon's Dollhouse. So right. uh, after I got, you know, kicked after the show got kicked off. I got kicked out of my agency, which was CAA. You know, they were like, well, you know, you're not making anybody anymore. Get the hell out of here. So I was literally sitting around thinking, well, what am I going to do next? And I was, you know, thinking maybe I'll go back to school and start teaching. I was a music teacher for many years in Chicago Public School. So I was like, well, you know, look, I've had my run. It was great. Uh, who, who really cares about, you know, a middle-aged guy at that point? And literally the phone rang. And it was my agent, my new agent. And they said that um, I hadn't been with him a week, I don't think. Hmm. They said that uh, Warner Brothers, Zack Snyder, they're doing a reboot of the Superman franchise. And they know they want you to be in the movie, but they, you know, they're not really sure what part yet, but they would love for you to come in and be a part of the process of finding Superman and Lois or whatever. So would you be willing to sort of, you know, go through that process uh, just as, as an actor, uh, you know, to help find these other actors, just to see chemistry and, and yeah. things of this nature. So uh, I did, I went and uh, there was a whole elaborate setup in the Santa Monica mountains. And I was like, are you kidding? You know, when who does this happen to? Like, you know, like it was, it was what my friend calls a God shot, like a this a message from God. Almost. Yeah. It was like a, you know, to say, hey, Harry, don't hang up your spurs just yet. You know, there's something that uh, you know that the universe has for you yet to do, and it really was uh, like a life raft for me for my career. And so I, you know, it's moving in some way. I, I, I. I have to thank Zach 
yeah. who you know I had who I had auditioned for. I auditioned for uh, you know Dawn of the Dead, and um, didn't get that. You know, Bing Range did a great job. He, he, he was perfect. But I guess you know, and I remember meeting Zach. He had on a baseball cap. I remember all of this at the time. I remember being in a room with certain people. Ving was at that uh, same audition process and that. Uh, and this is now a few years later, and and uh, and it came back around. Mm -hmm. And so I was, uh, man, I was really blown away. And it was shortly after that. And so I wound up going to, of course, you know, we shot a lot of that in Vancouver. And I wound up uh, doing that and starting on this uh, other project this gospel musical that i was working on called revival mm, that's right and then shortly after that the blacklist and all that came through but that was the life raft that was a line in the water to me and i am forever grateful and i tell you i i do not take it for granted that uh, oh. you know that i've been able to complete now this trilogy with with the great zach snyder and uh, who's a, a lovely man and a visionary director and um, I would go to the edge of hell with and, and so, you know, he's got me for life <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and all of that. But now, insofar as the kind of uh, action hero of it, you know, sure, yeah. man, I'm, I'm, I would love to do it. I love acting. I love, uh, you know what I mean? Even at the tender age of mid fifties now, mm -hmm. uh, the things that they could do. So, you know, the process, of digitizing my face because there's obviously I'm going to be green and all these things. I have not seen it. Uh, wow. I don't know whose body, you know, I don't know how they're going to do all that. Uh, you know, so, I, but am I willing to do whatever process to get back into training? And uh, it should be the need arise. I'm not expecting it. I don't, uh, you know, I'm not um, stomping my feet down and, you know, uh, and uh, making demands. Yeah. But look, I'm, I'm ready to play. If the blacklist yeah. lets me lets me out, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So, okay. So, Man of Steel happens, and then of course, yeah, we'll we'll get to more uh, Martian Manhunter. But so then Zach calls you back to uh, return as Swanwick for yeah. for BBS. Now, was it when? Uh, was there any like when it comes to the talks about you, your character being Martian Manhunter? When were those discussions like started? Did you know that before? Like, I mean, I, I don't not, not with Man of Steel, but what about with uh, Batman or Superman? Nothing? I had no idea. Uh, yeah. I, I there were people, I, I, and I'll tell you, this is how it happened. Really, yeah. I think, I think, I don't know. But I was doing the scene where Superman's behind the glass, and you know, me and the, the doctor, played by the great Richard Schiff, or you know, we're mm -hmm. examining him, and my little aide de camp, uh, played by Christina Wren, uh, Captain mm -hmm. Ferris, yes, who later becomes Major Ferris. But she, um, he steps forward. Uh, that is, uh, Superman steps mm -hmm. forward. And I remember the you know, people were sort of shocked that he could see through the double paint, you know, all that. Yeah. And he could just walk out of the cuffs. But I'm a, you know, as a military dude, I think, well, you know, we're trained not to do that. Uh, and so I asked Zach, and he said, Yeah, he said, No, nah, you don't step back then. Like, you know, maybe you even take a step forward. But I really truly believe that it was in that moment that the idea took root in his mind that maybe. 
uh, I have powers that mm-hmm. because you know I'm watching him float in the air, all of this kind of stuff. And then in, in uh, Batman versus Superman, um, they're trying to save him and all of it. So I think that really the spark was in Man of Steel and then BVS. Uh, and I and I think uh, that he knew that that reveal was going to happen. Yeah. But they made him cut the movie down before we could shoot. Because as I said, I was in, originally in the Justice League. We cleared yeah. it with the blacklist. I was going to be in London for a couple of weeks. It wasn't a whole lot of work. Uh, but uh, a couple of weeks, and I think that they knew that. And then, of course, they made him cut the movie like in half. And so, uh, like a lot of other people, uh, you know, I, I was no longer uh, really included in it. Yeah. And so, you know, this comes to me. I'm a former seminarian, so sometimes I wax uh, theological. But there's a there's a quote in the Bible that says, "All things." It says, "For we know that all things work together for good." to those who love the Lord and are called together according to his purposes. And, you know, this entire journey that uh, that this movie has taken and the people involved in it, I think has resulted in uh, this fact that there's going to be a four-hour version of this movie, which would not have happened without all without the fans demanding it and Zach sticking to his guns and all of that. So, uh, you know, hopefully... Uh, this is something that we will be able to uh, to enjoy for many, many years to come and perhaps even do, if it does well, you know, uh, iterations. Of, you know, maybe there'll be some things that come along after. I, I certainly would love that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we're all looking forward to it. I mean, I mean, sadly, uh, I know I don't know if you were aware, like yesterday, some stuff kind of leaked out. Uh, a <laughs> little mishap happened yesterday. <laughs> it was kind of like never a dull moment, never a dull yeah. moment in this fandom. And, uh, you know, so obviously there's like a lot of people are trying to dodge their way through any kind of social media. I mean, I did a show last night and I tried to give everybody tips of like, okay, this is how you dodge. You know, if you have to look at your Twitter feed, do this where it'll block images because, you know, I mean, one of the things that we don't want to see until we we see it uh, on March 18th is what you look like as Martian. Mm-hmm. And you said you haven't, you, you haven't seen the d- design yet, huh? No. Oh. No. They leaked the, you know, they leaked the sort of cover, comic book cover, yeah. Uh, and I'm, yeah, they got me and as Martian Manhunter and Wonder Woman and Aquaman, but that's yeah. all I've seen of it. Yeah, that's all you've seen. That's uh, I can't, I know, can't wait to, uh, can't wait to see the uh, the final design. But uh, yeah, so so when it came to, um, you know, after what happened with the original Justice League movie, and then all this stuff happens, and then of course people, um, you know, the fans start crying out for it. I mean, we were just we fought hard, you know, for three and a half yeah. years and it's amazing yeah. what what we've uh you know what's been accomplished now with afsp and everything it's not just about the movie it's all been pretty uh it's all been pretty surreal to be honest but so then like um zach announces it last year in may and uh did he already have did he already call you like when exactly did he make the phone call to you They're like hey we're doing this thing and i need i need i need to come back and do like a little bit of something something Oh, did we lose them? I had been hearing, you know, like there had been the fans were, you know, again, a lot of this is presumably driven by the fans. So, but he called um, maybe in June, Hmm. you know, it's like, hey, man, you know, know, love for you to come back and and, uh, we're going to figure it out, you know, trying to, you know, get get the Martian Manhunter in there and, and, and that. And so. Yeah, shortly thereafter. Shortly after it became known. Nice. Yeah. And then, and then you, yeah. And so it was like strictly just gotten like some mocap stuff and 
you know, was it like a like a day or two of shooting or? Yeah, I wound up doing like you know part two part days. As yeah. It were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, so now we got the movie that's coming out. We're all excited to see it. Um, uh, are you going to be going to like the virtual premiere? Or are you just going to watch it on the 18th? What are your plans when it comes out? I'm going to the virtual premiere. And nice. I'm gonna watch it on the edge. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that same here. Same here. I got my invite too. I'm gonna wear. I don't know. I'll wear some like kind of Zack Snyder shirt and maybe a coat and pretend like I'm on the uh, the red carpet or something like that. Right. Get some fake flickering bulbs and be like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" I got a green Absolutely. screen behind. I got a green screen behind me. I can make it. I can make it work. <laughs> so uh, when it comes to Martian Manhunter and uh, like say, you know, say everything is successful, which it is. I mean, the hype levels for this movie are, I mean, they're up in the cosmos. I mean, I keep talking about it. Uh, um, with all the, the, the character teasers that are, that are, that have been released in the, you know, the past few days have been excellent. Yeah. And, uh, just with everything. I mean, it, it, this movie is going to be a huge hit. So if they were to approach you like, Hey, we kind of want to explore, you know, get old John Jones here. Can we, uh, what will we think about doing like a, if they approach you for, or a Martian Man Hunter series, you'd be down, right? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to think about. It. I mean, I, no, no, I, I figured it. With you, the pause. Yeah, yeah I, I figured it. Um, have you done that? Like any kind of, uh, you know, dug into the character at all a little bit? Any of the books or anything or the mythology? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've studied up on it. You know, um, I'm. I found out about the Oreo cookie thing, however, yeah. only about two weeks ago. Yeah, I saw when he posted on Twitter. Yeah, everybody was like, yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's an interesting thing, the way that these characters develop. There are, you know, multiple sort of sources. You know, he's got all these powers. Some of them are consistent throughout the iterations, evidently. The telepathy, uh, the the uh, the super strength, all of these things, the pre you know, uh, uh, his ability to shape shift mm -hmm. all of these things are, are very interesting to me so i've i've uh, learned a lot about them there's a lot more for me to learn right. uh and if you know should it happen in this way uh for you know it's always my favorite part of the process of acting is always the research and the preparation that's always where most of the joy comes from me and then after that of course is execution yes. but the real fun is in the research i would love to have reason to to do that I know. I mean, I mean, that's one of the thing about things about the superhero world. I mean, there's so much mythology with these characters, and Martian Manhunter is like is, is unique. I I really hope that something does spawn from this because uh, I I think that's a character that that is very. I mean, just one of the most unique characters in the DC universe. He's a full-on Martian, and and you know the stuff that you know the origins in you know on. Right with the family and the brother and everything i mean there's so much there and hopefully they can uh something could just be spun out of it it would be great and, and you know what's funny too is that's not your first uh dealing with uh justice league you voiced black manta in in uh, justice league animation uh you know, the throne of atlantis so not your not your first go i sure did yeah, yeah. you know yeah it, it's um i don't know you never know how these things work out or how I came to, you know, be a part of that world of that universe, as they yeah. call it. But uh, but it's it's great, and you know, I'm I'm partial, you know, to the DCEU and, and all of these things. But yeah, it's it's been a great great ride. Yeah. Okay. One more question before we uh, end the interview. Here's from Bradley. He's got a he's got a he's got a question for both of us actually. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you guys doing today? 
What are some of the biggest highlights for you in the last 10 years? For you, Dave, and for you, Harry. And I absolutely love asking people this, but what type of music do you enjoy listening to? And any recommendations? Because I need some fresh ideas. I absolutely love and admire your work. And I cannot wait to see you in Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I cannot wait, wait to see you in any more future projects down the, down the line. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Bye. <laughs> there you go. Any, any music recommendations, Harry? Right now, I'm on a Black Keys kick right now. Oh, I know the Black Keys. Yeah, they're great. Hey, man, yeah. my, uh, my recommendation is E. Lou, E-L-E-W, the great okay. Eric Lewis. I think he is the greatest piano player in the world. And uh, he does a thing which he calls rock jazz, which bridges uh, rock and jazz. And, it, and it's just uh, awesome, man. He works with some great, great artists, uh, but even just him and a piano is in itself, you know, just a, a revelation. So please check him, out. Elu. check him out. Yeah. Elu. That's it. And then the, uh, the past 10 years, what do you, I mean, kind of covered that. I mean, my, probably the Man of Steel thing. <laughs> well, that was, that was big. That One was of big. them, yeah. Yeah. Um, I produced three movies in the past 10 years, you know, exactly. which is, which is, uh, which was a real endeavor and uh, a, quite a journey. One of them is called Troubled Waters. That was the first one. It, it's on BET Plus and streaming. And uh, it took uh, a while for that to get out to the world, but it, here it is. And I've got a movie called H4, which is Henry IV by Shakespeare. Angus McFadden is in it. He plays go. John Falstaff. I play Henry IV, of course. And then there's that movie Revival, which I told you about, which is yeah. the Gospel of John set to gospel music. We're going to be making a push this Easter for it once again. It's uh, I'm very proud of it. Molly Music, uh, great artist, stars is uh, is Jesus in it. Uh, we got Shaka Khan in it. Um, nice. All kinds of people. So it's it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, experience. So it it tells you that you can have fun, and and also uh, get some some spiritual. Uh, food but the thing i'm most excited about is that i am here in chicago now to uh get some more progress on a thing which is called the african-american museum for the performing arts nice. and it's going to be a living museum so you'll be able to uh, see the combined contribution in performance culture that have been uh, made by black people here in the united states and it'll be based on the south side of Chicago where a lot of that was born. Nice. So this is like my legacy project. Uh, this is the thing that will be, I think, in many ways, my magnum opus. And uh, and I'm looking to get that underway, hopefully in the third quarter of this year, actual building that out. So that's that's uh, that's will be the capper on the last 10 years. There you go. Love it. Absolutely love it. When it comes to me, Bradley, it's talking to Harry Lennox. <laughs> that's what that's that's what I'm talking about. No, but I mean I think <laughs> no, but I think it's uh, you know, uh building up this YouTube channel has been a whole lot of fun. I mean, I started this YouTube channel actually 10 years ago, actually. And you know, just going through it and being like, hey, you know, not taking it as seriously at first, and you know, video here and there, and then just to really just push forth through it and uh you know where it's gotten now i mean i've literally i've I, I, uh last friday i had ray porter who does the voice of dark side mm -hmm. he really loves your work by the way he commended you uh big time 
on the stream. He really like you go he, he, when he said Harry Lennox. Oh, and Harry Lennox. I mean, he just oh, wow. totally praised you on the on the stream. And then of course Zack Snyder showed up too. He popped in to say hi to Ray, and uh, which surprised him. It was a great moment because I, I was telling Ray, I'm like, oh, I got this fan. He's here for you, and, and uh, he uh, he wants to say hi and show his appreciation. And uh, Ray's uh, response was just like. Oh my God. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. But you know, just doing stuff like that, I, I would say, um, bringing people together and having a uh, really good discussions like we had right here, Mr. Harry Lennox. I appreciate you, uh, uh, spending some time with me. Um, like I said, you were going to see Harry, uh, in Zack Snyder's justice league. Is there anything else uh, that you want to uh, plug or promote? That's well, I want to say that I'm a fan of Ray Porter. You know, there like you go. I, I just listened to that work. I mean, my, oh my, my God, God. It's an inspiration where you yeah. see actors that are in that much command of their instrument and can create yeah. an entire being, you know, and to inspire what, what the physicalization of that will be. And, uh, you know, thank you. This has been a great, uh, a real pleasure. The time is just breezed by. Breezed right by. Uh, had some great questions from from your from your viewers and uh let, and let's do it again let's do it again yes absolutely yeah. please come back sir and maybe uh maybe next time we can actually have you know a drink or something like that next time <laughs> i'm in I'm your, all right. I'm your guy. all right sounds good all right all right guys we'll go ahead and head back to the stream and uh yeah we'll see you back over there Again, I did that again. Did that last time. Damn it. All right. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Jeez. Man. I always forget that I mute the mic just in case. Just in case. So you don't you guys don't hear me uh, you know, talking shit about all you guys in the uh, live chat, you know, talking about all the stuff, but can you you can hear me? We're good, right? All right, we're good. All right. So <laughs> I know. I got to remember to hit the button when I come back. Come on. No, uh, no. Like I said, I can I can listen to that man talk for forever. Um, am I still? I'm not. I'm still muted. I'm not muted. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Wait. Am I still muted? I'm still muted. Okay. So why is everybody still going muted? Muted. Muted. How delayed is this? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. Jeez. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, looking. I'm like, nope, it's not right there. Not right here. What is going on? It's the lightning. It's the thunder. The gods raining down. All right, we're good. We're good. I know. All right. So anyways, <laughs> no, but like, um, yeah, if anything, I'm too loud, right? Jumble beats. No, that was great. Um, like I said, I could listen to that man talk forever. I mean, that voice, man. I mean, I, I tell you what, but I know like, uh, when it was agreed upon and he was actually, you know, he's busy because he was in Chicago. So he was doing like other things too. It was agreed upon, uh, you know, for half an hour, but he, you know, he stayed for an extra like 13 minutes, you know? And, and like he said, it breezed right by man, just a genuine dude. And uh, like I said, like, yeah, I could just listen to him talk about everything and anything and all the stuff that he's doing. And I hope to get him back, you know, maybe we'll get, get it to the point where, you know, he actually can and just like, you know, have a little sip. He's a tequila guy. 
There you go. Harry Lennox, a tequila guy. Look at that. I like that. So, uh-oh, Ray Fisher is live, guys. Uh-oh, what is going on? Oh, is he got, he's dropping some bombs. Dropping some bombs. All right, hold on. Should I should I should I should I get it? Uh, but my computer's been acting like a crap, like a fucking piece of shit today. Um, let's see. Let's see what he's With Ray Fisher, my computer is just really bad. Don't worry, I'm going to be upgrading this thing very soon. I've, I was looking to because, yeah, this is not about. Ah, uh, yeah, my my freaking computer is. It just can't. I don't know. It, it could do all with streaming, and I start adding other stuff to the processor. The processor goes, "What are you doing?" So yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. Right now, it's. I apologize, guys, if it's like totally freezing up on you right now. Ah, uh, we're good. Okay, you know, it's not too bad. Let's see. Let's see here. Let's see what he's got to say here. I'm clicking on this video now. Get him. Guys, because my computer's you do it. Gonna put another live feed into your live feed. I can't handle this. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, though, I'm. I was looking at you know. Yeah, like I said, this computer's six years old. old time now. Like, can I, okay, hold on. There he is. Hold on, guys. Yeah, it's just <laughs> okay. We're good. Okay, I think we're good now. <laughs> Ah, no, we're not. Like, God, man, this damn computer. You know, you know what's crazy is I kind of want to go and just go watch it again. Oh, he and watched it. That's right. Hours. I know it took four hours of my life to get through this movie, and it was absolutely worth it. I would not trade a single second. Oh, come on. <laughs> when I tell you there's certain sequences in this film that I had completely forgotten that we had even shot, like... It's been it's been like four years, five years since I've seen and and acted in some of this stuff, y'all. Like, is there, there's oh my gosh, <laughs> knock him in the park. I need to sit down. I should probably sit down somewhere before I sit yeah. down before I fall down, y'all. Um, uh, shout out to Zack Snyder. Shout out to Chris Terrio. Shout out to the Viz effects of the team. Yes. Shout out to Debbie Snyder. Shout out to each and every one of y'all, man. Uh, I'm, I need to go back through and and watch this thing again, man. This this movie takes you on all types of different journeys, and I'm here for every single bit of it, y'all. I don't care what anybody says. This is a movie for the people, and a movie clearly made to happen by the people. So. Dear God, come on. Look at him. The energy from this man. I love this guy. I love this guy. I still got my headphones on. I need to take my headphones off. You know, I had to get that surround sound. Shout out to Junkie XL. Uh, to Tom Holkenborg, man, for coming through with the soundtrack. It, oh, my God. I'm going to be pacing in the parking lot right now here in the darkness, here under the street lights. I can't even tell you. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I need to walk it off. It feels like I feel four years younger and 10 pounds lighter after watching that film. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what we that's what the intention was. Oh, gosh. All right. OK. Well played, Zack Snyder. Well played. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I see now why he was like, listen, I don't want you to watch it until it's done, done. Yes. That makes I mean, it perfect, the feels in perfect a sense. Places. Um, oh, and I would tell you where exactly those places were, but I don't want to spoil anything for you because it's, there's a lot more to it than I think y'all, than, than I think y'all know. And, uh, Ooh, I can't wait to talk about this with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till the comic convention so we can chat about this. I can't wait till the Zack Snyder live stream. I can't wait for the red carpet Kevin Smith event. Man, I just can't wait. I can't wait. I don't want to wait anymore. Somebody run the clock forward. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, Barry? All right. All right. Tired myself out walking around. Yo, she, you already know. Cheers, Yoshi. I may need a beer after this. I've been drinking, but you know, I might need one after this. Oh, this is, he does drink. It's a celebration. This is a celebration. And I can't wait to celebrate with y'all on March 18th. I can't wait to celebrate with the folks that are watching it on the 15th. I can't. Oh, <laughs> I gotta go for a run. I gotta go for a run. Get this energy out, man. I've been sitting in the dark for the last four hours. Four plus, because there was a couple times I had to rewind and be like, is that what I saw? Did I see what I saw? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I mean, there were literally points of the film, and this is even within the first, like, in the first 10 minutes. I'm literally bouncing up and down in my chair <laughs> because I'm like, oh, come on. can't even tell you what I was like. I don't ruin anything for you, but epic. The people have been describing this film as epic, and it absolutely is. Uh, uh, oh, uh, what anybody says, man. This, oh, come on. For the people. For the people, man. Y'all made this happen. <laughs> Dear God, I need some water. Today's uh, stream is brought to you. Yeah, come on. That's it's my water. computer. And listen, I, somebody's saying, I hope the server. So, is that me? It's going to crash. I hope the servers do crash. We got to let people know what you want to see in the future. And, uh, damn. Mm. <laughs> don't, don't dehydrate, Ray. I love y'all too, man. I can't even tell Oh, you. we love you too, Ray. I've been a fan of this stuff. You guys have lifted me up in like a crazy way. And win, lose, or draw. I don't care if I ever do another damn movie in my life. Y'all, this has been quite a journey. We've been there and back again. It's as epic as a Lord of the Rings journey. It's just a real life version of it. It's like, <sighs> whew, come on. <laughs> I mean, there were times I had to literally stop the movie and get up and walk around and go, nah, that ain't just, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, <laughs> nope, no, he did it. Nope. Like, oh. I wish I could be more specific. <laughs> uh, I need to get him on the stream. Oh, I wish I could. Shout out to Joe Morton. Shout out to Kara Bryson. Shout out to the whole cast and crew of Justice League. Shout out to the folks that made this happen behind the scenes. The folks that were pushing every single day. We're going to have a lot more to talk about and a lot more to get excited about. Um, yeah, I really don't have too much else to say besides that. It's literally just going to be me walking around this parking lot for the next hour and a half going... Yes! Yeah! <laughs> I may pull it up on my phone and watch a little bit and go, yes! Yes, some more! <laughs> uh, I called my mom, too, by the way. I told her, I said, hey, Mom, 
So I just watched the movie. She said, did you? I said, I did. I did. I said, y'all better get ready. Make sure you stretch <laughs> before, uh, before you watch this movie on the 15th because they're going to be watching it for the premiere, right? And uh, <laughs> I said, make sure you stretch because, number one, you're going to be there for a minute. Number two, it's going to be a wild <laughs> ride. I don't want you getting whiplash. You got to make sure you deliver. <laughs> she said, okay, all right. <laughs> Shout out to my friends and family out there, to the folks who have had to listen to me talk about this movie for the last, I mean, I mean, since 2017, uh, a lot of close friends, a lot of close family, friends I've even worked with on the film, all the hopes, the dreams, the prayers, all that stuff that this film would one day see the light of day and that these stories, uh, particularly the, the Stone family dynamic and everything, uh, that this would be able to be seen by the light of day. And, you know, I don't want to bring the mood down, but shame on the folks that, you know, would use would use race as a determining factor for what should and should not be seen uh, on the screen when it comes to the portrayal of a quote-unquote angry black man or whatever it was that they were saying uh, back there behind the scenes. And uh, we're going to keep getting to the bottom of that, I guarantee you, and we're going to make sure we keep holding these folks accountable because uh, I'll tell you one thing. when I think that, that story is going to hit for a lot of folks. It's going to hit for a lot of folks. And I think... It doesn't. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Bring it back. Uh, anyway, uh, I should probably go. I should probably move. In the words of Cyborg. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to share with you all that I have seen it. I, I have seen it, and you will be seeing it soon. And we're going to keep digging. We're going to keep getting some accountability for all these things, and we're going to keep. Just keep pushing, man. I feel I feel two feet taller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got uh, just a couple more days, y'all. Just a couple more days. I uh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. We're gonna get some. He wants, he wants to talk about it so bad. I see you out there. Yeah. Uh, Oh my gosh! Come on. All right, I gotta uh, I gotta make a phone call or two, but I'll catch you all very soon. And uh, um, I'll see I'll see you on the fifteenth. Then I'll see you on the eighteenth. Then I'll probably see you twenty four hours a day uh, in the background for some of these sequences. Because I mean, it's like every shot is just like a painting. Like it's. It's like masterfully done in a lot of ways. So, anywho, make sure y'all stay away from spoilers if you can. Make sure you stay away from uh, any of the piratey stuff um, if you can. And uh, let's enjoy this movie, man. You worked hard for it. You deserve it. And I appreciate every bit of you. You know, you know what else I appreciate? I appreciate y'all doing everything you're doing to slow and stop COVID nineteen. Uh, I appreciate you guys staying as positive as you can be and for continuing to give a damn about things other than oneself. And I'll talk to y'all soon, man. Until next time, my friends. Peace. <laughs> you know. You want. <laughs> oh, he cut it before he, he did his uh, battle cry. God. Jeez. Was anybody sleepy? Because now, I mean, that I mean, you just watch Ray Fisher and you just get like a whole burst of energy. It's so freaking. He just projects energy out there and it's just like oh my god
I love that man. And I really, yeah. Hey, and I, I love the fact that, hey, he said he wanted to have a beer. So maybe, yeah, you know, when it comes to vodka, I wasn't sure if he was a drinker, but hopefully, hey, we can get him on the stream too, you know, chill and have like a little drink and talk. And you know, the thing is, is like, talk about those scenes. Talk about those scenes, man. Jesus Christ. Man, that'd be insane. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this uh, pregame show uh, up. Uh, hopefully, you guys, like I said, enjoyed uh, Lennox, he was a, a fucking delight, man. I mean, I, like I said, I could have listened to that man talk for hours and hours and I love what he's doing. You know, he's trying to, uh, do something great in Chicago, which of course Chicago, you know, they need, you know, they need, they need some performing arts going on right there. They need, they need, they need good things over there. And, you know, he's trying to, uh, keep that all going with all the pandemic stuff. And I love that. And hopefully he can come back and we can get an update on what he's achieving right there what exactly he's achieving and i uh, can't wait to see what he what he does and zach snatter's just like all right guys like i said uh in about what an hour hour and a half a little more than an hour and a half we'll do of course the normal vodka stream the lounge will be full fully open and we got uche coming on uh talking about the snyder cut auction and charity stream uh i can't wait to talk to him he seems like he's gonna be a lot of fun and then of course we'll have you know the boys the boys back and everything like that. So I appreciate you guys chilling with me and uh, listening to Harry Lennox talk. All right, guys. I uh, appreciate it. I'll see you guys. Yeah, see you guys in a little bit. I got to go make some dinner, man. I got to go. I got to I gotta put something in my belly, you know. And I'm pre-gaming right here. I got to put something in my belly if I'm going to last tonight. All right, guys. See you soon. <laughs>